What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. What's up, everybody? My name is David E.J. Berger. You can find me at Carl Jr. on Twitter. And welcome to Training Camp Dialed In. I'll be featuring phone calls with NFL writers and reporters from the actual sidelines of camp, getting their first-hand accounts of the action from a fantasy perspective. This is the place to be all month long, so you need to subscribe to the Fantasy Authority feed, the exclusive home of the super short-run, super niche, it's super essential podcast for the month of August. And we are back. We are back. All right, guys. I've gotten some positive feedback on Dalden Dave who made his debut a couple episodes back. There's a solid chance he'll be back again, maybe very soon. Not today, but very soon. Today, we're keeping it strictly business on the intro. Same day I do my tennis podcast. I I don't really talk about other stuff I do here. I I, It's just like, what's the point? I do a tennis podcast as well. You can find that at MP9 Tennis. If you're into betting on tennis, tennis in general, you can check that out. But eh, it's squeezing me a little bit right here on this intro. So let's get right to it, okay? Because guess what? You want the info anyway, and this one is one essential to your drafts. So let's get to it. We're talking to Cleveland Browns today. I dialed up Nick Padone. You can find him at Nick Padone 12 on Twitter. He's a Cleveland sports podcaster and writer. You can see him a lot on the Big Play Reflog show. He's on a lot of local Cleveland stuff. He's a Cleveland guy talking Cleveland sports. So he knows his brownies, and he's about to deliver the definitive guide to the 2022 Cleveland Browns. What are we waiting for? Let's bring him on. Ladies and gentlemen, Nick Padone. Hello, Nick. Hey, what's up? Fantasy gamers, as uh, I'm sure you know, uh, you might play yourself. Uh, we're, we're thirsty for the inside scoop on these training camps, and uh, you know we want that edge. Uh, so thanks for chatting with me. Yeah, absolutely. All right, man. Well, I think where we're at with Brown's camp at this point is still in a state of we don't know with a a certain quarterback who would be the starter. But it sounds like uh, the keys more or less have been given to Jacoby Brissett. Is that fair uh, in your estimation? Yeah, definitely is the trend out here at uh, at Brown's camp in Cleveland is that Jacoby Brissett is taking a majority of the snaps now with the ones and Deshaun Watson has kind of moved in. To the twos, he's getting some time with the ones, but but not much. Okay, so now um, with Jacoby Brissett, you know, in place, uh, this was a team last year that had a lot of expectations uh, with Baker to to helm this offense, uh, but wasn't quite where I think 
fantasy gamers wanted. They they finished 18th in, in total points scored. They were 20th in yards. Uh, so they were bottom third of the league in, in offense. Uh, Brissett, you know, he's a journeyman backup QB, not not the explosive option that they were hoping Deshaun Watson would be. But, you know, from what you've seen and heard around this camp, uh, how is this offense going to work with Brissett? Obviously, they have a great run game. Is it going to be run oriented? Or are we still going to see some three wide receiver sets? Uh, Amari Cooper's in, in town now. From a nuts and bolts standpoint, what are they going to try to do with uh, Brissett, assumingly going to be there week one and, and beyond? Definitely. I think they're going to try to manage it exactly how they tried to manage Baker Mayfield. The issue with Baker, though, towards the end of the season was that he couldn't, you know, complete the layups. He couldn't make the easy throws where I think they're confident that Jacoby can just game manage through that offense. I think for uh, as far as fantasy goes, you know, the the ground game is going to be the identity of this team with Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt. There's a reason that both of those guys are still here, despite Kareem wanting another contract. Seems like they're probably not going to move them and they're going to ride with those two. The receiver room is a curious question as, you know, the one and two spots are tied up with Donovan Peoples-Jones and Amari Cooper. Uh, The third spot kind of up for grabs. I know Anthony Schwartz, who is a third round pick last season out of Auburn, really fast, 4-2 speed, all world track hasn't really put to get put it together yet on, on the football field or at training camp so uh yeah i'm not sure how that's looking and um i, I would expect though david Najoku to have a bigger much bigger role in the receiving game now that they've moved on from austin hooper well let's uh stick with this receiving core for a minute uh amari cooper comes in and and i'm a little surprised that uh, donovan peoples jones he has that receiver two spot locked up um I know he's a, a carryover uh, from last year, but uh, he must be making some waves at camp uh, to, to be in that position. Yeah, he's a, he's a carryover for sure. And yeah, definitely has had a nice camp, I would say. Made, made some nice catches, but I think that it comes from a place of there's just not really anybody else. And, you know, the whole appeal for Browns fans uh, to go after a guy like Will Fuller was the Deshaun Watson thing. But now that Deshaun's not going to be on the field, maybe that same appeal doesn't exist. So unless they go out and get a vet to replace an Anthony Schwartz, maybe a T.Y. Hilton who has some chemistry with Jacoby Brissett, it's probably uh, – probably looking unlikely that anybody nabs that away from DPJ. And what about Amari Cooper? How is he, uh, you know, adjusting to Cleveland? Yeah. I mean, I think everybody knows, you know, Amari Cooper is just a great route runner. He's going to get open for whoever his quarterback is. seems like he's going to be the same exact guy that he was in Dallas. Get open, make all the catches. Um, I, I know Browns fans are really looking forward to having him. And then you mentioned that it's a battle for that three spot. Uh, any other names, uh, you know, David Bell is a dynasty guy, Javon Wims, anybody that could climb their way up. I mean, this is a, we are getting pretty deep here. You mentioned it's not a very deep, deep uh, room here. Yeah, it's not. And I know like as far as fantasy goes, that's not the most enticing thing in the world. I think Javon Wims is probably a long shot to make this roster. I know they were really high on the undrafted free agent, Isaiah Weston, who unfortunately went down with an injury very early in camp. So his, his season was over. Um, David Bell is an intriguing option. Like you said, for, for dynasty, when you have kind of that longer outlook, potentially this year, maybe he takes over some of those Jarvis Landry receptions for Cleveland, where he just gets open on really quick routes and they find ways to get him the ball really easily. I know he's also a lot bigger than Jarvis Landry, which is going to be good and obviously younger and faster too. Um, someone I would look for uh, if people wanted like a really heavy 
sleeper is Demetric Felton. He's a little bit of a running back wide receiver hybrid. Saw a little bit of him last year. Definitely started to come on more at the end of last year, but his UCLA tape is really fun. And how they deployed him in college is how the Browns are going to try to deploy him this year. Just doing a little bit of everything, taking it out of the backfield, running a little bit of slot. He could potentially be the kick returner too now that uh, Jakeem Grant went down in camp. So he's a, he's definitely a name to watch. Definitely some uh, Felton heads out there in the in these fantasy streets. And a name you might want to write down for your, your DFS slate. Uh, probably a cheap guy you can throw in there. Sounds like he might get some looks. The running back room, as we mentioned, uh, is where the real fantasy gold is for this mm-hmm. team. Uh, but I mean, man, a lot of options. Uh, Nick Chubb goes very high, and rightfully so. He is a, a, a stud. And Kareem Hunt, always that, uh, you know, the, the prime zero RB target, uh, a guy you know, the, for whatever reason, simply doesn't get the respect. He probably should. I think he goes around right. seventh or eighth, eighth round right now. The Ernest Johnson popped uh, and he profiled really well for PFF, I believe. It was graded out very well. And then Jerome Ford, man, he made a, a lot of heads turn in the preseason action this weekend. Uh, you know, th- this is quite the the crew here. Are they all going to get a crack or, you know, where, where, what do you think about this, this room pl- playing out into the field, Nick? Yeah, I think they definitely keep their 1A and 1B and in Chubb and Hunt being the mainstays that we see a lot of. But we know that, you know, football is a very physical, competitive sport in the sense of injuries do happen. And when they do, you know, having a stash maybe like a Dearness Johnson, we've seen him thrive in that next man up role. So he's definitely somebody to keep a look at. Jerome Ford, I really like. I don't know how they get all four of these guys on the field at the same time. Perhaps Jerome Ford is just like a you know, not definitely not a practice squad stash after what he just did in the preseason, but a guy that you just keep on your roster and, you know, just wait until next year when Kareem Hunt's contract is up. I'm with you though. I think Kareem is definitely disrespected as far as like, uh, you know, grades go ratings go. I think he's really good. Like, I really think like for me personally, obviously being in Cleveland, he goes a lot higher in, in fantasy football drafts up here, but yeah, Kareem could be like a, you know, mid tier RB2 for somebody probably yeah and uh to Ernest, uh what, what do we think about uh what about him and his odds to what he do you think he could you know find a way to even you know siphon some touches from the two guys ahead of him or is it it's simply if something happens to one of those two guys that's the only way he's going to see the field yeah maybe a few touches but it, it's just hard to see him you know getting getting any real action behind Chubb and Hunt at least for this year you know potentially next year when Hunt is out of the picture and then it's Chubb and Jerome Ford maybe then things change because uh Dearness Johnson is on just a one-year deal himself so interesting to see how that shakes and and obviously a trade could shake up a lot of this too if the Browns were to move on from Kareem Hunt or Dearness Johnson that could obviously uh could change things We've mentioned David Njoku a couple times now. Let's uh, talk about the tight ends uh, real quick. Uh, he's a guy I I, I I liked coming out of Miami, a guy I think a lot of gamers uh, have had high hopes for over the course of his career. And it, it seems like, you know, the buzz is this is the year. This is the year we're going to get uh, peak Njoku. Are you buying into that narrative? And and what about Harrison Bryant? I mean, this is a guy that has popped uh, at times, uh, especially for DFS gamers, if not season long. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I, you know, I do. I buy the David Njoku hype a lot. And we just talked about kind of how, you know, underwhelming the receiver room because you literally asked me a question about Javon Wims, who, you know, some people who cover the team would probably say, who the hell is that? Um, but uh, yeah, I think just because of the 
lack of excitement around the receiver position that David Njoku is going to play a much bigger role. I know he's excited about that. That's obviously why he rescinded his trade request and actually ended up signing a gigantic tight end contract to stay in Cleveland with the Browns. I know we were just talking a little bit too about DPJ kind of playing that WR2. I wouldn't be surprised if it ended up like at the very end of the season being David Njoku as the guy that was the Browns second, you know, option. I know holding on to the football once it's delivered to him has been a challenge in spots throughout his career, but you just have to love the size, the athletic ability in the red zone, especially for fantasy or for DFS. He has to at least get some people excited. He's getting me excited. I would love to see some peak in Joku. He's a fun player. What about the offensive line? I mean, are we are we steady here? Any any holes in this line that we need to to worry about? Because uh, if that run game will be the gold that we want. We got to have this line intact. I will say the good news for the Browns line, as far as the run game, you know, as far as fantasy players are concerned, the main two stalwarts are going to be there for a really long time. And Joel Batonio and Wyatt Teller, they're both inked for four more deal years on both of their deals. So they're going to be around uh, in Cleveland for sure. Definitely a big issue at the center position though right now with uh, Nick Harris going down in the first preseason game, then seventh round rookie Dawson Deaton was carted off at camp the other day. So we'll, we'll see what happens with that. I know there's a lot of people that want to bring JC Treader back. looks like Ethan Pochich from the Seahawks is in line to be the Brown starter at center. But other than that should still really be a really good offensive line because of those all pros at guard. I love it, Nick. Uh, this is why we're here. We're getting the inside scoop. We actually forgot to mention Harrison Bryant. Any Harrison Bryant thoughts? It's so hard to tell. Um, like you said, he's he's come up in big spots at times. And the one thing that you could for sure say about Harrison Bryant is that he is a red zone threat. I know he had that baby Gronk nickname in college. And Kevin Stefanski loves the tight end. So you mix those things together and you could see a very promising player. Um I, I think he's, yeah, he's another guy that's going to get some receptions this year. Great stuff, Nick. I'm going to get you out of here. I have one final question, but it's a bit of a toughie. I'm going to I'm gonna make you put yourself out there. What's your boldest fantasy prediction for this Browns team in 2022? That's a good one. I, th- I think I already kind of stole it from myself, but I think it's that David Njoku is going to, you know, be a, a top tier fantasy tight end this year. I think just the tight end involvement in Kevin Stefanski's offense, plus his, you know, big body athletic leaping ability towards that red zone is going to really serve as a beneficial target for Jacoby Brissett early in the season and potentially Deshaun Watson late in the season. I think David Njoku is probably the second leading receiver on this Browns roster behind Amari Cooper at the end of the day. And Joku season, it's happening. I love it, Nick. Uh, thank you so much. You, you said it all on this Browns team. Uh, where can people find all your stuff? Yeah, definitely. Right now I'm doing some sports betting Browns and Ohio sports related content at betjack.com. So you could follow uh, at betjack on Twitter. It's a great spot for people in Ohio that are interested in sports gaming. And then you can follow me on Twitter at nickpadone 12 Have anything in pocket for uh, the, the preseason coming up? Always, always. Well, to, to be seen and, and make sure everybody out there to uh, follow my podcast as well with former Browns defensive tackle Phil Taylor. We go through our bet picks every week. So Phil, you know, is definitely new to sports betting, but he's kind of taken the taking the scene by storm as a former NFL player to uh, to avid preseason sports better. Now it's it's been a lot of fun on our show. So, yeah, definitely keep it locked on there to see what we got going. 
Awesome. Well, let's follow Nick for the picks. And uh, I, I love seeing the the, the space grow uh, for sports betting. Ohio about to take off and uh, it's going to be a huge handle. So it's going to be exciting, Nick. Awesome. Congratulations, man. So um, all right, Nick. Well, thank you once again and have a great season. Yeah, thanks, man. Kareem Hunt. Still that guy. Draft him. If it's late sixth round, you are now dialed in. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.